When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Morning, guys. Key, we are Woo. here, Key. We are here. Woo. Your Lake Show, Golden Woo. State. Oh, Woo. LeBron James, Steph Curry, 38-35. Get the popcorn out. Just sit back and enjoy it, people. It may be the last time you may ever see these two meet up in the playoffs. Till next year. <laughs> Maybe. What, yeah. You don't know. Injuries. Don't, somebody gets hurt. No, of course. It just seems like we – it just seems like we – Are you speaking of the Lakers? Yeah, I think Dre said everyone's like writing – like get, turning the page on those two teams, on LeBron and Steph. But, man, here they are again in, you know, a meaningful playoff game. Nah, that Jay – see – we had official visits the other day uh, with certain point guards that we are courting. So he, we had an official <laughs> Guys visit. Guys sitting courtside holding yeah, their daughter's had, hands. We had official yeah. visits. So yeah. I think we'll be back in this position again next year. I yeah. can almost guarantee you that. With that nice Strong recruiting class visit. coming in. Strong recruiting class. <laughs> you talking to Kyrie Irving walking around courtside, sitting courtside for hey, the man. game? Yeah, yeah. yeah. D'Lo had to have a performance if Kai gonna come sit courtside now. Him and LeBron are still going through the you know whole routine. No, he was just checking. He was evaluating. That's all. You know, it was like a recruit visit. Little hand Uh, routine they got takes about fifteen minutes. It was an unofficial recruiting visit. Key, wait, hold on. I wish I wish somebody could have panned to D'Lo's face when LeBron walked up to Kyrie and they did their handshake. The same one from Cleveland. It's just like that camaraderie, that that familiarity. That I wish I could have seen what D'Lo's face looked like at that moment. What do they call it? The best kept secret. That's best the best kept. kept secret in basketball. Mm-hmm. But Kyrie is not on the Lakers right now, and the Lakers do finish their series off and now get the Golden State Warriors because oh my God, Steph Curry. Whew. No, you you have the line wrong. Do you know what the line was? What's the line? The line is. Respect, dog. Respect. Oh, My yeah. God. Yeah, That's yeah. what Terrence Davis, who guarded yeah. Steph Curry in Game 7, <laughs> like you. said yeah. to him when the game was over. Respect, dog. Respect. My God. That is, that is your God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Davis. Listen, what was, what was amazing about it, forget all 50 points and all that. Second half, like third quarter begins, Jay. And the Kings show up, right? And you have... You have your best player hit a shot, and Sabonis is doing work. And I forgot they got a four, six points, something like that. And it looked like, you know the Warriors would answer, but it looked like, ooh, young, fresh team at home. This thing isn't in the bag like you figured the Warriors would come through in a game seven. And that's when the Warriors took over and basically never looked back. When they were down maybe three possessions, something like that, and it looked like the Kings had fresh legs, came out of the half, you know, ready to go, coach's quarter, third quarter, and then it was over. And then it was over. The, the, the Warriors just responded like champs. Too much time, man. Them, them veteran players, as I said earlier when they first put this thing together, Jay, that youth is something when you play against veteran dudes that know what to do. They stay calm, under stress. They don't panic. 
and then the rest just took over. It was <laughs> I thought it was going to be a 40 another 40 point blowout. 20 that's just as bad. So like to me this is like these urban legends that become with these stories and we said it was a moving target because at the end of the day we're going to get a chance to see who is standing on top of the mountain as the world's best player. Last night Steph solidified, "Oh, I am still him. I was him last year. We had some issues throughout the course of the regular season on the road. And I just want the world to recognize I'm still him. But, guys, it's the way he did it. This all started before the game. So on Saturday, they had a team meeting. And Steph rarely talks to the team. He talks to people more individually in one-on-one. And Shams kind of reported this on The Athletic. Here's what happened, Key, the day before the game and what Steph said to his teammates. He assured them he could deliver victory if they all bought in. He implored them to put all their feelings aside, which sources with knowledge of the locker room felt was a message directed at Poole, Jonathan Kaminga, and other guys who might have been unhappy for reasons such as playing time and roles. Anyone who wanted to remain in their emotions, he told them to stay at home. Anyone who was ready for their vacation, he told them not to get on the bus for Sacramento. But anyone who did get on the bus, Corey took as their signature of approval and a binding agreement to be on board with the mission. And if they did that, they would get on the bus and he promised he'd delivered. With his game, his faith, their solidarity, they'd win. That's what who he the told them before the game, man. about playing time? <laughs> like, who would, who would be walking around there other than, other than Wiggins, Clay, Dre, and Steph? Everybody else, y'all can call this sit down somewhere. Well, Key, they were ass in game six. In game six, you saw Jordan Poole arguing with one of the assistant coaches. No, I get it. But talking the, about, and Kaminga has talked about playing time. But all, all I'm saying is it takes a special dude to be like, yo, y'all leave all y'all feelings aside. If y'all want to do yeah. what we need to do in Game Seven, just follow my lead. Jay. He took thirty-eight shots, Max. Yeah, Jay. He took and then nineteen shots, 50. more than anybody else on the team. Yes, yeah, that one, tells you what you need to know. It's one thing to say it, but then go out in the Game Seven. Now think about the rest of the playoffs. Not as though Steph didn't already have credibility, but you say that to your teammates and then drop fifty in a Game Seven, and again, like now it looks like a blowout. That first half was nip and tuck. And, the, and to start the third quarter, the Kings jumped up three, two, three possessions at least. Sabonis was looking good. Fox was looking good. That's when Steph was like, all right, you know what? I'm not through playing with you guys. And basically ended the game. Well, Key, Key, not only with the, the – people talk about him being the greatest shooter ever to play the game. I'm like, stop. That, that is – don't minimize his greatness by I was just about saying to say, that. That's old now. The greatest that's shooter that. part is old. They need to get rid of that. Yeah, find I something mean, else. Top two handles in the league. Ooh, he was it in the league. And by the was, way, Jay Rose said it on halftime. Hey, he had the thing on a yo-yo all day long. And there's like a Harlem Globetrotter feel Ooh. to the way he plays this game. Jay Rose said it the other day. I was thinking the same thing during the game. I'm like, the the different shot mix at the rim, the layup package combined with the shooting, combined with the handles. That's what it is. It's th- thirty is different. It's unbelievable. And I gotta say, you know me. I was like, let me see him win a Finals MVP. I don't trust him in the clutch after I'd seen him in different finals, not look like the Steph Curry to me. But, you know, Magic Johnson was called, you know, he started his career as a 20-year-old jumping at center and giving him the business, the Sixers, the business winning a championship. But Magic Johnson hit rough patches, tragic Johnson, you know, like turning the ball over against the Celtics in the finals, right? It's not like it's smooth sailing. Jordan changed the standard. It was like, now you have to be perfect. You can't ever lose in the finals, but that's not the way it's ever been. 
right? Bill Russell was sort of like that, and Jordan was like that. But for everybody else, you win some, you lose some. And some guys, it takes time over their careers to figure out how to be their best selves in these situations. Clearly, Steph is his best self now. You may mention some names. How tall was Bill Russell? <laughs> six foot nine. How say tall 10. was Magic Johnson? Six eight, six nine. How tall was Michael Jordan? Six six. All right, with like a forty four inch vertical, right? Eight. So like, <laughs> so put that into context when you no, talk no. about a guy who's six two and a half, six three. It's never happened before. A guy this like, size, this being the size, best player in the imposing league. himself before. as the best player in the league, never seen before. By the way, that's a hundred. percent The thing that LeBron had on Steph in fifteen and sixteen in those six, years was two sixty. Yeah, man. he was a so much bigger, stronger, faster, but. But if you take LeBron out of the equation, it was Steph's league. But LeBron was in the equation. It was his. At this moment, the last couple of years, Steph has proved it's his league now. I mean, if, if he chips up this year, it's his league, right? What more is there to say? I don't know. Is there anything else to Jay, say? Yeah. Do we got a chance? <laughs> yeah. I, mm. No shot. You don't think, you don't think no the Lakers bueno. got a – nothing? Zero? No, we can't no – I mean, I, can't I, 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 I'll give you all like a, a 25 – We got 30, LeBron, I'll give, though, man. I'll, I'll give you all yeah, 35% see. chance. And we, got, and we got a healthy – well, who knows. But we got a healthy <laughs> AD. <laughs> Why do you have to think about it before he, you say it? Even the other Is night, Kyrie eligible to happen and he was looking at his wrist or looking at something. Or I was like, oh, here we go again. I just – I look, the Lakers, obviously, they have a chance. I just no, but I mean I, a legitimate, I, real shot, though. Not a gentleman sweep. Okay, they could get one, maybe two. I'm talking about like a real, like a real shot. Like they it took could, it to Memphis. Could they do that? It could go six. It can go six. I'm, I'm, I'm I mean, with you, I just Kito. worry they got LeBron. about. You can't I just count worry. About. I just well, LeBron is special, but it's not LeBron. Like, see, the perimeter shot makers minimize LeBron because now it comes down to. Dennis Schroeder, Austin Reeves, D'Lo, and their ability to guard perimeter-wise. But, Jay. Team, that all they do is run around and shoot threes. Are they allowed kids. to activate Kyrie for this series? So, Jay, the, it's, a, it's a bad best, matchup of styles. Okay, so th- their offensive style and our defensive style don't work. Our defensive style can't combat their offensive style. Even though we're one of the top defensive units in the NBA, they do not with this. Not against this offense. Not not against their shooting and their style in which they play. I think that 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 stylistic that that well that style is different because you guys are a bigger team, right? Yeah, so understood. you're going to try to. It's like the same way with Memphis. You dominate the boards. You get points in the paint. It'll be, it'll it'll be that same style against Golden State. But key that's where you get the into the six, is, eight, threes or twos. Shots. Threes they or twos. Yeah. Shots, right? When they start making when they start hitting those rolls, you got to find a way to slow the game down. And get it back down low it's on the block. It's not just, by the way, with, with like in terms of the glass, it's not just Draymond. It's Kevon Looney. Like they, re- <laughs> he's been playing out of his mind, right? Like so, you start to look at role players like that. If they're going to play like that, it's going to be very tough. Yeah, but we clean the boards though. Yeah, I'm saying Windexing on the off. Looney had like we, we we do a good job on cleaning the boards. The problem is they don't miss radar. That's so the thing. We're okay, going to be standing up there just get the ball off the net. <laughs> no, wait, I mean, look, you got to you got to minimize shots from the outside contest. And you have to dominate the boards like that. That you have to turn that into a half court exchange, and like you know, we talk about Golden State being a momentum like team. When they knock down a three, all of a sudden it's three, 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 boom, boom, boom. They score in spurts. So slowing down the game and crashing the boards is the key to victory. You get four, you get four, they get twelve. That's what happens a lot of times. That's where Sacramento is able to maintain, keep up because they can score at the same rate. 
So in other words, you saying we don't have a shot? Got it. <laughs> you said thirty percent, something like that, right? Thirty-five percent. Thirty. Yeah, they have they have a one in three shot. That's not so bad. Not bad. I agree with that. You got LeBron James I in feel- a good squad. You got a shot. I was sitting there. I was sitting watching a game with my little buddy that uh, did the video for us. And poor kid, he really, he you know, a Laker guy. So he really, really wanted Sacramento to win because he felt we had a better shot against Sacramento. Now he realizes it's Golden State. We might not get out of the second round. Just, just keep in mind, man. Everyone knew the Lakers weren't going to chip up this year, and here Whoa. they are in the next round. Let's be realistic. Here they are in the second round with. LeBron, AD is healthy. They got a crew. You got even people right. like Jay saying, nah, the Warriors should win, saying they got like a one-in-three shot to advance to the conference finals. It's more than you could have expected, especially before the trade went down, right? Like well, before the, Lakers the trade, are, before the trade, there was a different team. Okay, but do you know at that moment it's going to turn into this level of success? And by the way, are we taking Steph for granted, KJM? We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Is that good? 50 points in Game 7? Keish on the road. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio in the playoffs when you're <laughs> reigning finals MVP. <laughs> Keyshawn, J. Willemax, we're presented by Progressive Insurance. You're on ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, and the ESPN app. So are we taking Steph hey, Curry for granted? Steve Kerr, Warriors head coach, of course, no surprise, believes we are. Listen to Coach. Uh, he doesn't surprise me. Um, we all take him for granted because he's brilliant night after night, and we've been watching this for 10 years. And we just, you know, you just have to remind yourself every once in a while, big picture, this is one of the great players in the history of the game. Um, but that's how I felt, um, you know, back when I, in my playing days, you know, with uh, Michael Jordan, you just, you'd see it night after night, so you just took it for granted. So that's how it is with Steph. You just... It's over and over and over again, and um, the uh, the resilience and the um, the work that goes into that, and the focus, um, it's incredible to watch. He being taken for granted, Jay? I mean, not by me. I mean, uh, I, Max, I, I think you took him for granted. Not in the slightest. No, no, no. Well, well, I think people, and this is what I mean by that. See. For me, as a player, I see certain things that are so different. I don't need accolades accolades to determine the greatness that I'm seeing. I feel for certain people, they validate the greatness level. But as a player who understands the nuances and how difficult it is to, to win, like even my sophomore year of college, I was 29, like 28 in the tournament. We still could have lost. We were down double digits multiple games. So – if it wasn't for some of my teammates getting hot at certain times, 
I'm never a national champion. So I understand how difficult that is to do. Um, but watching him, and I've said it before, he's revolutionized the game differently than any other player in the history of the sport, other than maybe like Wilt Chamberlain. Kareem or in Kareem, college, yeah. Right? One of those um, guys. So I've always recognized that I think other people are just – when the well, accolades start to accumulate, then they're like, oh, well, now that compares to the accolades. Go ahead, Key, because I want to address the accolades think, thing, but go I ahead. Think, I think as people, you got to remember, Jay, the business that we work in, the athlete, he's already validated for the athlete a long time ago when he, when he first started hitting shots from across the court, winning championships. He's already validated. We are always going to do that. The accolades – that doesn't mean anything to us as much as it does people that have never been on the court, been on the field, on the diamond, on the rink. You know, it, it, it's different because they look for certain things. Us as athletes, we look for certain things. His ability to uh, change the game, his ability to be a leader, his ability to do the things that he's capable of doing, like we saw yesterday scoring 50, getting eight boards at his size, let alone the six assists. Those sort of things – we appreciate and understand they like to see the accolades because of conversation. Who's the best and who's the this and where do you rank him at? Opposed to when we see it, we're like, well, come on, man. Who got next? I want him. That's the way we look at it. Right. Totally different. I want to totally address, address the accolades thing, Jay. Um, back in 2016, I was doing Sports Nation with Marcellus Wiley, uh, and we would – I was arguing, look, in any other era, LeBron James would be the best player in the game. But look what Steph is doing. The rules of this era and the way the game is played, even though it's unfair because it's only right now, it wouldn't have been 20 years ago, but right now, Steph's the best player in the game. Even better than LeBron. Look what he's doing. He was the unanimous MVP that year. Mm -hmm. And then the finals roll around, and his offense, scoring offense, is diminished, right? But the team is winning. And there were people who were arguing, look, man, he's not quite playing. And I was like, no, 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 he's letting the game come to him when, they're, when, they're drawing, when he's drawing attention, he's making the right play, and his team is up in all this. And then things happen, and it gets down to a game seven, right? And I was there at Golden State, game seven. I bought tickets so I could root, right? I'm not going to sit in the press box. And I got great seats, center court, the whole thing. And I watched as the greatest half-court offense ever, history of the game, led by the unanimous MVP, failed to score a single point in about five minutes. And it was careless play, and it was fear to shoot, and it was missing shots. He was very loose with the ball back at that yeah. stage of his career. Yeah, and LeBron came through. So I had to, like, I don't go in with the thing, now that I'm going to prove I'm right. I go in, okay, here's new evidence. I had to adjust my thinking. LeBron imposed himself, mm-hmm. right? He was, and Steph, not quite, not yet. And... Then since then, he was, he's been excellent, but it was Kevin Durant's turn to be MVP both times, and Steph was playing great, but, you know, KD was the lead guy. Then against Toronto, he started hitting big shots, even though they, everyone was hurt. You can't blame him for that. And then last year, he dominated when he needed to. I think Steph, in these moments, it's been the evolution of a player from, oh, my God, he's reinventing the game in the regular season. He's the greatest thing in the world to learning how to still be that guy when it mattered most. So my opinion of him has changed over time based on what I've seen. It's not like, well, since he doesn't have the finals MVP, it's because, no, no, wait, but I've seen moments where because he wasn't finals MVP, the other team won when they needed him most. 
That's why I said what I said back then about him, and that's why I feel differently now because I see him do it. They didn't have to win that game last night. He took over. He said, no, the Aaron Fox is looking like he's Mr. Clutch and Sabonis is playing. As I said, to start the second half, and Steph said no and dropped 50. Yeah, I, I guess I just go back to like, and I know that it's not linear, Max. I know there's a, there's a journey uh, to the approach, and you get different data points as the journey continues about your overall thesis. There's just sometimes as a player, I see things, I almost cursed. <laughs> like, I see, I'm nope. like, that, that's so different. <laughs> because I, I, I guess, Key, like, I, I was molded by the details of the game. Like, and I, I've worked on the craft for so long and so hard to be able to do certain things. I'm like, that is something that nobody else Question. in the game of basketball can do. So for me, automatically, that translates to a hierarchy, regardless of whether that ever shows its face in the biggest game on the biggest stage, because I know sometimes how difficult it is to actually Very different. There. Hold on, hold on. I, want, I have a question about that. Are you saying that people like me, who are trying, who kind of creating these broad narratives, are overgeneralizing about these moments where they don't score in the f- – last five minutes and he's always been that guy or do you agree that he has his kind of for lack of a better phrase level of clutch performance in those situations has changed well level of clutch performance to me is different than what the package looks like you're now you're talking about different varieties within the skill pack overall right Mm -hmm. so like for me like you can have players that are so skilled they're so talented but they may not be clutching those biggest like that's a different data point Mm -hmm. but for me the skill package in the beginning and watching the maturation of the clutchness, it's like that. I've never seen that before. And he's been clutch before. And, and, and not only that, when you talk about the last few minutes of a game and maybe he's not getting the touches or maybe the shots aren't falling, that doesn't make him less of a player. Yeah. It, it does but, not. Just because it's not happening at that moment in time. Sometimes the other side, they play well too because they do get paid and they are professionals. And sometimes they can get in the way. But it doesn't. Yeah. It, Michael Jordan has had bad moments too, man. Agreed. Let's not let's not let's not act finals, like LeBron yeah. James didn't have bad moments, and Michael Jordan, and Magic Johnson, and Larry Bird. They, when you're great, you're gonna have bad moments. That's just the reality of it. But Key, I think the the biggest data point that I hit on earlier that Key, you may not un, you may not even understand this because you're you're six four, like you're a big wide receiver. Um. But I'm small on the basketball court. On the, on the court, yeah. You're giving them like, pound for pound credit, like right? It, it's yeah. so different being my size, or even if you're slightly taller than me, mm-hmm. doing what Kevin Durant or Michael Jordan or Magic Johnson. Like, people look at me like, oh, you're a little bit taller than what I thought. I'm like, yeah, because when I'm on the court, I look tiny. I look like a baby. So like, that adds to the level of greatness because you recognize if LeBron James is guarding you on the perimeter – he can back off you a good foot and a half and still get his hand up. Still yeah. get his hand up and contest late and guard you. So to get your shot off, like think about it. Like the way they teach you to shoot is you hold your foul. Do how pretty is it when you watch Reggie Miller shoot? Like all right, Reggie Miller's six six. I'm about to say right? Reggie Miller. He's he tall like as hell. Push, man. He's like so six six six. Like so, all of a sudden you're watching these guys. Like man, it looks so pretty. But you see Ray Allen six five. He's so different. He's taller. Like this guy's Bryce, like a slingshot. Like if, it's like David versus Goliath. But but if Bryce Young turns out to ball out and somehow stay healthy. It makes it different. I, I get it. But if he comes up against just a big defense that's too big and he loses to a bigger guy, size does count but if in he that dominates, sport. doesn't he get extra credit for that? Well, that's the question. Do you give Steph kind of pound for pound credit? And my point is now you don't have to. He's just the best no, player in the do. game, but, but I'm saying pound you, for pound or otherwise. You do. 
You still in have, combination oh, with being I see. the best I see. player in the I game. I see what you're saying. Okay. It goes we, up a different notch. There's more to talk about. 888-SAY-ESPN-729-3776. And by the way, is it Steph or Jimmy Butler who imposes their will on the game the most? Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. The only bad part of Scarface was that montage. But back in the early 80s, man, you had to do a montage with a corny song or you couldn't get the movie greenlit, I think. And that whole movie was fire until that push it to the, to the limit. Wasn't that Push It to the Limit they played? Yeah. Scarface? Oh, mm-hmm. my God. That was the worst. Is it the worst? Well, I'm saying like that montage, the Rocky Three montage where they're uh, running on the beach and stuff and the short shorts and the waves, him and Apollo. There were just a lot of bad mid early 80s montages in movies and, other, and otherwise excellent movies. Anyway, Keyshawn J. Willemax, you like the Push It to the Limit montage in Scarface, Key? Come on, stop. Movie was fired from front to back. Nope, from front to back, with the exception of that montage. We could play that right now. You'd be like, yeah, yeah, that, that part they could have taken out. Is there a player who imposes his will on both ends of the floor like Jimmy Butler in these playoffs? We got we to gotta tweak it a little bit. Can't just say on offense. Then you got Steph. But both ends of the floor. Jay, there's Giannis, there's Embiid, there's... Kawhi, right? Well, Giannis and Kawhi are no longer in the playoffs. <laughs> right, but from the start of the playoffs, include I, everybody. I, I mean, just like Jalen so, Brown. I, I Steph is going to be one of the greatest players the game of basketball has ever seen, right? But right now, Jimmy Butler is probably the most complete player. So, a complete player to me means, hey, this guy is dropping forty per game. Go lock his ass up. Go get him, Jimmy. Hey, by the way, we also need you to drop 45 per game. He, he, he gets the most out of every possession on both ends of the floor. And doing the dirty work and guarding Jalen Brunson yesterday or if just getting his hand in on plays. Or to me, it, it epitomized the toughness of his style of play. You got one guy on the bench for the New York Knicks and Julius Randle, who, who's rolled his ankle twice, right, who rolled it last game, has to sit out this game. You got another guy, Jimmy Butler, who rolls his ankle during the game, 
and just walks back out on the court and continues to play through rolled ankle. So he's just it, some guys are built differently. I don't know if there is a player in the game of basketball on both ends that brings that toughness, that physicality, and who's can do available, it. Who's available, right? And can do yeah. it both ways. Because Kawhi, like, Kawhi can, do, can it. do it, but not at the same level that this guy can do it. Can, I think you do it at the same level, just not always there. Well, that's what I'm saying. Jimmy well, Butler that, that, shows that's up. That's part of the level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Sustainability is right. part of uh, availability. Is part of the level. You're right. You're right. Who's Another player in these playoffs, you can start from the beginning of the playoffs, including guys who played in earlier rounds. And Giannis like, can do it, but Giannis round. isn't always the primary <laughs> defender. They, like, think about what we heard from Giannis, too. Giannis is like, well, you know, Coach Budenhoser, if he would have told me to go guard him, you know, I, I would have guarded him. I'm like, just go guard him. Tell Coach Bud what time it is. Or we saw that a couple, a couple years ago, too, like in the, with Kevin Durant. Like, okay, well, go guard him. How He's about- like, well, Coach Bud didn't tell me to go guard him. Go guard him. How about how often you sit here and say, no, then you got you to gotta go to coach. No, no, that's not how it's going to be. That final play in this past season, <laughs> <Uh-oh. laughs> pardon me, against the Bucks, that final play was not drawn up for Jimmy Butler. Remember? He goes to Spolstra. No, no, no. He, play's coming to me. And, and Spolstra's like, okay. Yeah. So we're honest. Yo, Coach Bud, put Brooke Lopez on the ball. Put me on Jimmy Butler. There we go. If you, if, you don't want, if you don't want to give up a three-point shot, put your big on the ball. Let him use his size and, and wingspan to deter the passer. And then all of a sudden, let me guard Jimmy Butler because nobody else is going to beat us. He's Key. back still. He's, He's still, still yeah, a frog in the throat. Key, both ends of the floor. <laughs> both ends of the floor. Who imposes their will like Jimmy Butler? I mean, look, the problem is he's always available. Regardless. So when you start to look at some of the other players, Jalen Brown's available. Kawhi's not available. Giannis is all – every playoff, every year, every playoff, it feels like Giannis misses some time because he's not available. Something happens where he's got to miss some time, right, Jay? And so when you look at it, Jimmy Butler's always available, and that's part of it. Are you going to be available to me? Can you go out on – can I count on you? Are you going to be standing right next to me – on the bench, and I can count on you when I need to. That is what you need, and he gives that to you. So clearly, he's the best guy, not only because of both ends of the floor, his playing on the defensive side, offensive side, but he's available. Availability is the best ability. And he seems to be able to ratchet up his level of performance on both ends of the floor against the best players in the world when it matters most. He seems to have the ability everybody to do else, that. Everybody repeatable else that could ability. do that, everybody else that could do that, misses time. Yeah. But like there's literally also, there's everybody. A, there's an edge to him that just feels different than any other player in the league. I agree. There's like um, it's almost like Bane, right, from Batman, like a darkness, like a dark knight element to him where he's just molded by it. Do the Bane imitation. I know you want to do it. No, I don't need to do it. Yeah, I, you, I'd, molded like, I'd like by to hear it. it. No. <laughs> there you go. See? <laughs> it's a combination <laughs> of like Yoda and Bane. That's right. Um, but there, it, it's like, hey, oh, we're, we're going to get you in. Like, we're, I'm going to put a post on my IG, like M5. Like, New York, we're going to get you in five. Like, I want to play in the garden. And then takes game one. And then Kyle Lowry drops 18 on you. And he's <laughs> all of a sudden looked like the Toronto Raptors Kyle Lowry or even wondering where the hell Kyle Lowry's been for the last couple of years. Is there a player? Well, how about this one? How, who do you like in these playoffs? Steph or Jimmy Butler? 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. Because I see on the phones. Everyone wants to talk about Steph and Jimmy Butler this morning. You're going to get a chance to do it. Keyshawn, J. Willamax, ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. 
The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Boy, in the Western Conference, Steph Curry is just setting everybody on fire. Jimmy Butler in the East. These two dudes. LG in Ohio. You're on KJM ESPN Radio. Hey, life's good in Cincinnati, Ohio. What's going on? Hey, listen, there is one thing that separates Jimmy Butler from Steph Curry in the playoffs so far. Somebody can look this up. But over the course of that Sacramento series, Steph Curry had 34 rebounds from the point guard position. Mm-hmm. Forget the points. The rebounder from the point guard position was critical. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm going to take a Steph Curry over Jimmy Butler. But Jimmy Butler's been phenomenal. They can make the final, in my opinion. I'd love to see Warriors versus the Heat in the final. It does feel like the, the Warriors. Heat make the final, that's crazy. Yeah. It does feel like the Warriors can win the whole thing. And in fact, felt all season like, yeah, I know they're struggling on the road, but let's see what happens playoff time. But if the Heat were somehow to get out of these, it'd be like, oh my God. If the Heat were to make the NBA finals, I'd be like, what the hell is going on? Like, what? It just. It's like Martians have like dropped in from outer space, and all of a sudden they're talking to us. I'm like, "What world are we?" I just would never expect the Heat to get there. So we got to reevaluate Jimmy Butler if that happens. It's right? incredible if they get there. I will, my mind will be blown. Yep. Because if, if Boston Joel Embiid not playing tonight, Game One, we'll see about his health. But with Joel Embiid now on the court, I don't think Philly has a chance. Agreed. I really don't. So now you're telling me if Miami's able to get by New York, which is still going to be a grind of a series, but if they're able to get by New York, now Jimmy Butler will have to go against Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Now he's great defensively, but there's one of him. Like so against the defending Eastern Conference champs. Who else is going to defend like one of the others? Right? Like it, Gabe Vincent is great. He's been shooting his tail off. Aggressive Kyle Lowry's okay. Bam out of Bayou, but like but to your point in the previous segment, it just makes segment, it more Jay, special to see what Jimmy's doing. To your point in the previous segment, Tatum's amazing, and Jalen Brown's excellent, and Marcus do, Smart, and Mar- but do and any, Malcolm Brogdon, but do and Derek of, White, do any of those guys have that thing that Jimmy Butler seems to have? Jalen Brown has it. 
where he can elevate to the – he did last year in the playoffs. You're right. He was excellent. But where he can somehow, you said, impose his will on the game the way Jimmy Butler does. They have an element of it, but it doesn't feel the same yet. It feels like they're still young pups. Brendan in Maryland, you're on KJM ESPN Radio. So, yeah, I just want to uh, – I don't want to compare uh, uh, Jimmy and, and Steph. I don't think it's fair to Jimmy, especially for what he's doing right now. But mm-hmm. Steph is, is on another level. And uh, the 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 overlooking what he does and taking it for granted, Stephen A kind of uh, did it yesterday when he said, you know, is Steph the greatest point guard of all time? And, exactly. and that's the – that's a disrespect right there. Exactly. Steph is one of the greatest players, players. of all time. So I, I said this to Nuno. Nuno and I were talking this morning. He's like, you know, so what are you hot on? And I'm like, look, with all due respect to Stephen A, and Stephen A is one of the best there is on TV, like putting him in the box of a point guard is so disrespectful. It diminishes his greatness. That dude is not a point guard. Like it, it, one of the things Coach K told me is like, you're not a point guard. You're a player. You're a playmaker. He has handles. He has shooting ability. That's why it's hard. People are like, oh, Jay, back in the day, you'd have him on the list of your top point guards. I'm like, because that dude is a morph. He's in between. He can play off the he ball. He can please everything. Yeah. He's not a point guard. Like, a point guard is like John Stockton. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's I, just a point guard. Just a point yeah. guard. Yeah. This dude is different. But I, I do understand why. The reason I don't think it's disrespectful is because you can pit, really what you're saying is magic got the top spot. Is it time to start saying it's Steph and not Magic? Because Magic's also obviously a top 10 player, wherever you want to put it. But why do we need we're positionless basketball now? It's like trying to go back and frame something back in the 1970s. But like, even if it, the game has changed so much. Even if it wasn't positionless basketball, he's in a different category. He's in Steph, a bucket you, by himself. Yeah, you, certain players in sports you cannot. And we go through this all the time. We talk about, well, what's Lamar in football? Well, he's not – quarterbacks, per se, the way you want him to be. This is not pocket passer, hair out the back of the helmet. This is a dude that when he's on the field, it changes everything. And this is the same thing with Steph. Steph is not a point guard. Isaiah Thomas was a point guard. That He he was the guy who set everything up. Magic Johnson was the guy who set everything up. Although they scored and they got their points and they got, they got their rebounds and they played some defense. But it was different for those guys. It's it is interesting. A different, like, different level. But see, I, LeBron is also can be rated as a point guard, right? But no one says, is he the greatest point guard of all time? But he's not uh, a point uh, guard, though. But except that but he, he kind of is. Like, except that he but, initiates the offense on a lot of his teams a lot of the time. And, but you that was kind of like Magic. People want to put Magic in the bucket, of, the, the bucket of being a point guard. I'm like, actually, Magic was more positionless basketball. No doubt. Back then than there was before. Yeah, he was actually probably... He jumped center in NBA Finals he, and, and played center. And by the way, played some power forward and, <laughs> and played shooting guard. He was, he was technically the shooting guard in his rookie year. Technically. So like, it's just... Yeah, but Magic might give you... But see, Magic might give you, Jay, 17 11. assists, yeah. I was about to say, he's going to give you 11, 18, and 12. You know, stuff like that. He might go that route. Oh, he might give you 20, 9, and 22. It's a different, you know, it's just different with him. The other thing about Magic, why you might want to leave him alone, again, not only does he win the national title and then turn pro goes first in the draft then has an amazing rookie year and the Lakers are the buzz of the, of the sports world, but then in the finals with Kareem out, the MVP of the league, your point guard or two guard or whatever you want to call him jumps at center 
and gives you 42, 15, and 7? But that like, that's guy. never going to happen. He's but, 20 but, years old, wins the title, wins finals. Guy, again. Never going to happen man. again. Come on, Max. You that, know, pick up basketball. Tallest guy. Oh, well, you wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> but that also goes back to my original point about Steph. So let's go. MJ, 6'5 and a half, 6'11 wingspan. Mm-hmm. Okay. LeBron James, 6'9, 7 foot wingspan. Magic, 6'9, 7 foot wingspan. Kareem, 7'2, 7 5 wingspan. Bill Russell, 6'10, 7 4 wingspan. Steph, 6'2, 6 3 wingspan. So the fact that we're even having a conversation is ridiculous. It, it's just. But there is no pound for pound in basketball, right? Like, you. I understand why you want to give them extra credit, but the, the sport does select out for height. The reason you went two overalls because there was a seven foot five dude in your draft, right? That's why. Because, yeah, were you better than him? Yeah, no kidding. But in reality, height makes a difference in that sport. So it, it he's does. playing so at why a disadvantage. That be extra, yeah, it's extra at- credit in terms of his acknowledgement of his skills and the impossibility of what he's doing, but not extra credit in terms of where you're going to rank him. Absolutely. Among the most valuable players. Absolutely. Because your value is your value. Absolutely you rank him higher you rank because him higher. of that. Guys. Way higher. Guys. If, 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 he, if, Jay, if Jay wasn't exceptional, he wouldn't have went number two at 6'2". Allen Iverson, so pound for pound, or inch he was for so inch, was better than Shaq. But was he, he better was so than Shaq? exceptional at what he did, I don't, he went number two overall. Right. If he wasn't exceptional, he was just a 6'2 guy that was a good point guard at Duke, mm-hmm. he'd be 29. But what, what I'm trying to make a distinct, I'm trying to distinguish between you're trying to give him credit because you know how hard it is to do what he's doing and how much skill it takes. So when you say best, you're almost breaking it down how great you have to be at these different I, things I, 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 to be I, I, that good. I, I didn't say that's, best. That's dip. So extra credit for what exactly? When you're ranking players, you're going to improve him on the rankings because he has so much skill at his size? Yes. But there's no so, so. Would you rank Allen Iverson ahead of Shaquille O'Neal? But it's not because it's he's so much but, but, better but, but, for his but size. But the AI comment doesn't work. That analogy doesn't work because AI never won a championship, right? Like he this dragged dude, the, the worst team ever to a but, title. But, but, but it's a combination of both, though, Max. You can't. That, that, that analogy makes no sense. Zero. There, there's combination of both. He has the resume. What I'm saying is the resume. Mm-hmm. How many how many world chips does he have? I'm not comparing him to AI. I'm talking about Steph. How many world championships does Steph Four. have? How many finals MVPs does he have? One. One. Okay. And he's going to get, potentially he can get another one. I think so. So if the resume combined with the fact that he is 6'2", with the 6'3", wingspan, that elevates the conversation for him differently than other players, in my opinion. Because I know how hard it is in to do that. In appreciation, yes. When you're evaluating the greatest of all time, I don't think so. Like Isaiah Thomas getting extra credit because he was short? Is he? Did he get extra credit? Well, you know, he's greater than Magic or Bird because he's shorter. He's a two-time finals champion. You ever see LeBron in a forest Today fighting a grizzly Monday, bear? Man. Maybe you want to help the bear? KJM. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.